Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you. In Jesus' name, we ask that your Holy Spirit will teach us. Today, minister to our hearts. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight, I want to share with you a very important message entitled The Driving Force of the World. The Driving Force of the World. All right, turn with me to 1 John chapter 2. And when you found it, I want to teach you a song, which I, I, I don't know if you know, but For with God, nothing is impossible. It's not possible to be impossible. And with God, every promise shall come true. For we know surely all things He can do. For with God, nothing is impossible. It's not possible to be impossible. And with God, every promise shall come true. For we know surely all things he can do. You need to learn this song. When you go out of church, the devil will attack you. He will tell you things. He will make you depressed. How many have been sad at home before? You were at home and you were sad. Huh? That's why you need this song. For with God, nothing is impossible. It's not possible. It's not possible to be impossible. Yes, for with God, for with God, every promise will come true for we know surely all things he can do and I'll teach you another song there is healing in the name of Jesus healing in the touch of Jesus one touch of his hand will lift you body mind and soul there's healing for his power can heal you praise him 
for his mercies toward you. Thank him for his loving arms to make you holy home. <laughs> there is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the touch of Jesus. One touch of his hand will lift you body, mind, and soul. Again, there is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the touch of Jesus. One touch of his hand will lift you, body, mind, and soul. There is healing for his power can free you. Praise him for his mercy toward you. Thank him for his loving hands will make you holy whole. Sing it again. There's healing. There is healing in the name of Jesus. He in the touch, in the touch, one touch, one touch of his hand will lift you body, mind, and soul. There's healing. There is healing for his power can free you. Praise him for his mercies toward you. Thank him for his loving arms to make you holy. Whole. All right. Which part didn't you get? You got the first part. There's healing in the name of Jesus. Second part, healing in the touch of Jesus. Third part, one touch of his hand will lift you body mind and soul do you believe that he will lift you up body mind and soul and then the next part is there is healing for his power can free you praise him for his mercies toward you thank him for his okay the next time there is healing for his power can free you you got that? Second line is praise him for his mercies toward you or toward you, toward, towards. Praise him for his mercy towards you. But we sing it towards you. You get that? Easy. And then thank him for his loving arms to make you holy whole. Oh, hallelujah. For with God, nothing is impossible. It's not possible to be impossible. For with God, every promise shall come true. For we know surely all things he can do. There's healing in the name of Jesus. Come on. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the touch of Jesus. One touch of his hand will lift you, body, mind, and soul. There is healing. For his power can free you. Praise him for his mercies toward you. Thank him.
for his loving arms to make you holy. And I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. And I believe God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle today. That's the last song. I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. And I believe. Expect a miracle today, and I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and see, and I expect oh. believe God's word is still the same. And I expect a miracle today. Okay, so this is the third song. This is a, there are three songs I'm teaching you. The third one is I expect a miracle, okay? It's not the same song. It's a different song. All right. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and sing. That I believe God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle today. Have you got that? Are you are you with me? How many are lost? Lift your hands. Some of you are lost at the back. Okay. Now, which one are you lost on? Oh, okay. We start again. The first one is for with God. So the first song is with God, nothing is impossible. It's come. And then the second song, what do you think? Sing. For with God, nothing is impossible. Okay. It's not possible. Is it better for you to be impossible? For with God, every promise shall come true. For we know. Surely all things he can do. Did you get that part? At the back, did you get that? Oh, I should go over again. All right. For the last time. 
To be impossible. For with God, every promise shall come true. For we know surely all things He can do. I'll give you a, a formula. You see, for with God, all things are. Uh, with God, nothing is impossible. And then there's another line. Then the third line is the same. For with God, Every promise shall come true. Uh-huh. So when you remember the two, it can help in a way. For we know surely all things he can do. Alright. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say let's take that and I expect a miracle today nothing is impossible for those who believe and say did you get that part again ready go and I expect a miracle today Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. Again, one more time. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. I believe God's word. And I believe. God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle. I expect a miracle today. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the touch of Jesus. One touch of his hand will lift you. Body, mind, and soul. There's healing for his power can free you. Praise him for his mercies toward you. Thank him for his loving hands will make you holy, whole. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. And I believe God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle today. All right. Those controlling the screen, see me after church, please. <laughs> I want to teach you another song. One more song, alright? Now, when you don't know the songs, you can worship the Lord. Amen. Lord, we confess that... Is it too high? We have wandered. Lord, we confess 
that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan and willingly walked in the wrong direction we've disobeyed your command come on now father forgive us spirit come lead us back to the way back to the truth back to the foot of the cross oh show us the ancient path made us along eternal highway we want to walk in the footsteps of jesus we want to enter his rest Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan and willingly gone in the wrong direction obeyed your commands Father, forgive us Here it come lead us back to the way Back to the truth, back to the foot of the cross. Yeah. Show us the ancient path, lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Show us the ancient path. Show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Remember, two people went to pray. One of them said, Lord, I thank thee that I am not unjust or an extortioner or an adulterer. And I also want to thank thee, O Lord, that I fast twice a week and I pay my tithes. Then he lifted up his eyes and he saw somebody praying. He said, and above all, I want to thank you that I'm not like this man standing there, a publican. And the Bible says the other man was standing far away. And the Bible says he stood afar off and would not so much as to lift up his head. And he said, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. The Bible says that the man who was an extortioner, unjust, wicked, stealing, extortioner, whatever he was, the Bible says he went away more justified, more acceptable than the guy who was fasting twice a week and the guy who was paying his tithes and the guy who was not an adulterer. God liked him more because he came and he said, Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. 
And some will say, that, Lord, I haven't wandered far from your purpose and plan. I thank you that I haven't wandered far from your purpose and plan. Where God to open your eyes, you will start praying this prayer immediately. And willingly walk in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead us back to the way, back to the truth, back to the foot of the cross. Hey, show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal. Highway, we want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your way. Show us the ancient path. Show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your way. Lord, we confess. Do you have the first line? Let's go. Lord, we confess. Have you got it? Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan and willingly gone in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come and lead us. Back to the way. Back to the truth. Back to the foot of the cross. Show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal highways. Not earthly highways and earthly ambitions and earthly things. Lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Not in the footsteps of Paul or in the footsteps of that he was made, but in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. We want to hear Jesus say, come and enter your rest. Hallelujah. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Willingly gone in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. Father, forgive us spirit come to the back to the truth back to the foot back to the foot of the cross oh show us the ancient path oh lead us along eternal highways we want to walk in the footsteps of jesus we want to enter your rest. Show us the ancient path. Lead us along eternal path. We want to walk. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Stand to your feet. Let's sing it once. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Willingly gone in the wrong direction, we've disobeyed your command. 
Father, forgive us. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead. Back to the way. Back to the truth. Back to the truth. Back to the foot of the cross. Show us the ancient Lead us along eternal highway. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your rest. Show us the ancient path. Oh, lead us along eternal highway. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter you. Father, we thank you so much for a time when we can worship you. We can sing, Lord. Be filled with the Spirit, singing to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Thank you. There are spiritual songs and carnal songs. Thank you for an opportunity to sing spiritual songs and to be filled with your Spirit. We worship you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the touch of Jesus. One touch of his hand will lift you, body, mind, and soul. There is healing. There is healing for his power can lift you praise him for his mercies toward you thank him for his loving arms will make you holy oh sing it again there's healing there is healing in the name of jesus healing in the touch of jesus one touch of his hand will lift you body mind and soul sing it again there's healing there is healing can free you praise him for his mercies toward you thank him for his loving arms will make you whole and i expect a miracle tonight lord and I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible, Lord. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. I believe, I believe God's word is still the same. And I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle. Miracle today. Lift your hand and sing. I expect a miracle. And I expect a miracle today. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say. And I believe God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle today. For with God, nothing is impossible. For with God, nothing is impossible.
It's not possible to be impossible. It's not possible. Every promise shall come true. Yeah, we know surely all things He can. Sing it. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Everyone, sing it now. There is healing in the name of Jesus. Healing in the touch of Jesus. One touch of His hand will lift you. Body, mind, and soul. Sing it. There's healing. There is healing. Can free you. Praise him for his power. Thank him for his loving arm. Will make you holy. That's why I expect, and I expect a miracle. If you expect a miracle, lift your hand and sing it now. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say, I believe and I believe God's word is still the same. I expect a miracle. I expect a miracle today. Sing it again. I expect a miracle. Nothing is impossible for those who believe and say, I believe God's word. I believe God's word is still the same. And I expect, I expect, I expect, I expect a miracle today. Give the Lord a mighty clap and a shout of parade. Hallelujah. Well, thank God for miracles. Father, I thank you for miracles right now everywhere in this room. Thank you for answers. Thank you for one touch of your hand. Lift us tonight, Lord, from every situation. In our bodies, in our minds, in our soul, in our spirit. We thank you for a touch for everyone, everywhere in this building. We give you glory and we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Well, very briefly, I just want to share with you uh, three verses and we'll memorize them and go home. First John, the driving force. What did I say? The driving what? Driving force of the world. Alright? Now, when you hear the word world, we often think of the, the moon, the stars, the sky, the lakes, the rivers, the mountains, the lizards, frogs, monkeys, donkeys, and all the animals and the human beings and everything that we see, the grass, the trees, and we say, this is the world. God made the world. Alright? But in the Bible, you'll find the expressions like heaven and earth. And you find expressions like world. Now often when God is referring to the world, all right, he's referring to a group of people who do not know him. For God so loved the world. 
He said, God so loved the monkeys and the lizards and the tigers and lions. No, he loved the people who he created who were lost. When Jesus rebuked uh, uh, Peter, he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou savorest the things of the world. And, and, and here in this scripture, we see the term world used. It's not referring to the earth, moon, stars, monkeys, and lions. It's referring to the people who make up the world, as it were. The world. So notice verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world... The love of the Father is not in him. One of the things I like about Jesus is that he makes it clear that if this, then that. And if that, then this. And we human beings don't like that. We don't like what it means. I was talking to somebody today and a person said that, you know, uh, it it would be good to, uh, she had told a friend that it would be good to do a business of a, a church. And that if they had gone into church, they would have more money. Now, when, when the person made that remark, I said to her, you do not respect the church. You do, not, you do not respect pastors and you do not respect the church. And I said, I can see that you don't go to church. From what you say. Oh, no, no, that's not what I mean. No, you see, one of the things that Jesus would say, that when you say that this is what it means. Because if you say that, I should have rather than a church. I've heard people say, I'd rather gone into church then I would have become rich. You don't respect the church. You don't respect pastors. You don't respect God. And you, you look down on it. That is why you talk rubbish the way you do. Alright? So, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 1 John 2.15 Let's memorize it together, everyone. We are doing memorization. Ready, go. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Easy. Say easy. When you finish saying the scripture, just say easy. Alright, let's take it again. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Easy. Now, verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father but it's of the world. (laughs) I want to read it again. It says, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it's of the world. Easy. Take it, let's all, we are all memorizing it. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Easy. Again, one more time. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Easy. Are you memorized? There are only three things in the world. Lust of flesh, lust of eyes, and pride of life. 
try and remember. Tell the person, try and remember. Even class three people, I remember. Try and remember. Last of flesh, last of eyes, and pride of life. Okay? There are only three things. Last of flesh, last of eyes, and pride of life. Last of flesh, last of eyes, pride of life. Okay? These are the only things in the world. All right? Let's take it again. For all that is in the world, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Easy. Let's take the first verse again, verse 15. Love not the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Easy. Verse 16. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. Easy. Now the last verse, verse 17. And the world passeth away, and the last thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Hallelujah. It says, and the world passeth away, and the last thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Hallelujah. Let's take it together. And the world passeth away, and the last thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Let's take it again. And the world passeth away, and the last thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Easy. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world. Huh? Sorry. Okay. You are laughing at me. You were not at church on Sunday. Fourth service. Some people were laughing at their father. It was not easy for them. So don't let me say certain things. Okay. All right. Ready, go. Verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Easy. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, but is of the world. And easy and the world passeth away and the last thereof but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever easy amen now many times we have Christians who are in love with the world and the things that are in the world. In fact, more or less loving the things that are in the world. And I'm not preaching for long today because I'm just reading the scripture. The scriptures are self-explanatory. And you realize that many of us are out of the world, but like Lot's wife, like Jesus, they're one of the shortest verses in the Bible. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife. Because even though she was getting out of Sodom and Gomorrah, her heart was there. 
So as she was going, her eyes were on Jesus with her husband and her daughters. But her heart was in her home that she had left behind and her friends. Her businesses, her cars, her life she had left, which God did not like. And God was angry with and had been angry with for a long time. But she was not in the flow with her husband. She was always arguing at home with her husband about things of God. The Lord said, let's go. She said, are you sure? Lord said, let's go. And she will quote another scripture. Satan is good at quoting verses. The Bible says we should rightly divide the word of truth. He didn't say we should just use it. We should rightly divide the word of truth. And so you must be careful when you just hear the sound of a scripture. It doesn't mean that it is, what do you call it? The Satan quotes scripture all the time. In fact, one of the people who quotes scripture in the Bible is the devil. They quoted scripture to Jesus. She was arguing with her husband. And so the angel said, go, but don't look back. So as she was going, she joined Lighthouse Chapel International. She was coming to church on Sundays. And on Tuesdays, sometimes we managed to get her to come. When she would come on Tuesday, she would say in her heart, you are lucky I came today. Sometimes on Sunday, she would not come because, you know, she was busy. I once saw a poster. It said, if you are too busy to pray, you are too busy. I'll say it again because you didn't understand. It said, if you are too busy to pray, you are too busy. If you are too busy to come to church, you are too busy. Your busyness is beyond acceptable limits. I said, if you are too busy to come to church, you are too busy. Your busyness is no more acceptable. It's gone beyond. I said, everything when it goes to an extreme is not acceptable. So her heart was out there. And she was thinking. Even though she joined the church and she lived as a... Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Uh, what is the next addition line? We really live. This is going in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. But her heart was in the world. She was thinking of Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> was thinking of Rose her mind you know you can be somewhere but your mind is not there sometimes I see people I'm preaching I realize that their mind is not, is not, not here they are here but their minds are not here they are, some people are here their hearts are not here amen are you listening to me so her heart was back in the world back in the world And the Bible says, love not the world. Do not fall in love with the world. Do not be attracted to the world. Now he gives us three very wonderful things that I believe we need to be aware of. He says, for all that is in the world. Only three things. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. Are not of the father but of the world. The whole world is governed by these three 
forces which are motivating people and driving them and when you get close to them you tend to fall in love with them and the things they are being driven by people are being driven by the lust of the flesh the lust of the flesh is anything you feel in your body to do is the lust of your flesh and the whole world is running after what it feels like doing so everybody or many people are if they feel like sleeping they sleep if they feel like eating they eat if they feel like having sex they have sex it's as simple as that if they want to drink they feel like drinking they drink alcohol if they want to take drugs and feel high and it's a desire they have they do they do it and so the whole world is governed and driven by the feelings in the body of what to do that brings pleasure to the body and if you fall in love with the world one of the things that will also begin to affect you because you will begin to look stupid when everybody is gratifying his feelings and when the person feels like sleeping with the colleague in the office and you are not sleeping it looks exciting somebody has come somebody's wife somebody's husband and they are just exchanging themselves in the office and it looks very exciting and you know things are going on you are also not doing some you get it and you are attracted to the world and the bible is telling us what is in the world what is in the world is that the desire of the flesh that is motivating them the whole world is full of drunkards the uh, the beer drinking of beer and alcohol i mean all over the world look in europe in New England, after one day I was driving with Pastor Richard, and I said, What are these people standing? He said, Oh, this is normal. After work, they just stand outside the pub. Everybody's holding his glass of beer. He's just there. All over the country, everybody's at the pub holding glass of this, glass of that, talking. And they have a big glass of that from the young age, following the desire of their feelings, of their flesh, anything that can. So the whole world is governed by that. So if your best friend is an unbeliever, brother you are setting yourself up for problems because you also have flesh and your flesh feels like don't, our flesh feels like all these things our flesh is not we have normal flesh our, if i prick you i get red blood my blood is not blue when you are born again you don't get different kind of blood we have normal blood we have the same feeling we also feel like having sex we also feel like drinking we also feel like having alcohol we also feel like smoking we also feel like sleeping we also feel like taking drugs we also have all those feelings only that we are exercising self-control <laughs> anybody here who doesn't have those feelings please raise up your hand i'd like you to pray for me please Stand up, please, Pastor Tefa. What did you say? Rise up to your feet now. Now! We need, we need you. The last of it. And so, you know, when you are with people who are doing bad things and following that motivation, you are in trouble. Then, the last of the eyes 
whatever looks nice physically good we're going for it she's fresh she's exciting you've heard that song before isn't it she's fresh she's fresh she's exciting she has not been tampered with by too many people she's exciting she's succulent lush luscious juicy (laughs) ready to be plucked you see you like you go for it all the ladies in the world are following the lust of their eyes what looks good you wear it you get it you have so many shoes you can't even find your things you don't even wear them you don't even wear them you buy it once i want more and you see them going well we want to go shopping what are you going to buy nothing we're just going our eyes the last of our eyes our eyes have desire we we just want to see what is the latest thing and to to see window shopping my wife loves window shopping I said what are you going to buy nothing I'm just going shopping women suffer most from the lust of their eyes they love to see things a nice dress a nice this another one of that you've got a green pair of shoes you want another green pair of shoes why because this one is like that and this one's like nobody can see the difference only your eyes can see the difference between the two green shoes that you have and we are going more and more and more for whatever we look and we like and we desire with our eyes give it to me please and many of us live our whole life motivated to acquire something that we have seen. I saw a Mercedes-Benz driving by. And my eyes on that. My life is to drive a Mercedes-Benz. For all that is in this world, the world passeth away and the last thereof. It will vanish and disappear. You watch and see. My father brought one of the first smiling Benzes to Ghana. Today when I give you smiling Benz to drive, you may look and say, Bishop, you think you are wise, eh? you are giving me problems. <laughs> the world passeth away and the last thereof. Look at the ladies. Today they do their hair like that. Next time that hairstyle is not, let's change it. Let's change it tomorrow. Let's, let's put another, let's get somebody's hair. Let's make it long. No, let's make it short. No, let's make it curly. No, let's put oil in it. No, let's put on a wig. Let's have something else. Let's look different. Now you finish with your hair. We've got to do our eyes. Let's do our eyebrows. No, another eyebrow, then our eyelashes. And let's put something on our face. We can't see. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Your whole life is by what you see. The lust of the eyes. <laughs> I've got a blue dress. But I want a blue black one. 
I want a short blue one. I want a long blue one. No, I want a long blue one with a slit. I want a long blue one with a red stripe. And I want a long blue one that matches with my blue hat. And a shade of that and a shade of that. And you can't find your things. They are everywhere. You don't know where the things are. When you come out of your room smiling, you come to church. Nobody knows the mess in the jumbles hill out of which you emerged. And how you were able to locate what you are wearing. Let me have it. I see it. I like it. I want it. I must have that car. Sometimes I sit in the car and I say, look, what's the difference between this car and every other car? And that is why the, the people of this world know that the last of the eyes is working. So they will change it a little bit and say, okay, yeah, let's change the light a bit. Let's do so This is the 2002. So, whoa, really? This is 2001. So, ah, this is that. And we keep going and going and going and going and going. And the whole life is spent looking and getting. And you never get it. My baby, your baby, my baby must have this, I must have that. And when you come to church, you see somebody else's baby has that. My baby must also have that. <laughs> I, saw, I, saw, I saw her having that. My baby must also have that. <laughs> and I must have that. I saw somebody carrying a baby on, on the back. And I want the one you can carry on the back. And I saw somebody with the one in the front. And I saw somebody the one you can hold. And I saw somebody holding the one that you push. I want that one too. And I want the other one I saw. I want everything I see. Give me everything that I see. Give me anything I see. Give it to me. Once I see it, I like it. I want it. Somebody take a picture of it and send, send it to you from America. Yeah, I like it. I want it. It's America. You don't know that he took the picture from a prison and sent it to you. <laughs> yeah. Because there are carpets in prison. There are nice places in prison in America. I'm telling you. <laughs> I like it. I saw it. I like it. I saw somebody's husband. I'm interested in him. I like him. I like the way he walks. I like the way he talks. You have your own husband. Keep your eyes on your own husband. Keep your eyes on your own beloved. Keep your eyes on what you have. The lust of the eyes. I saw it and I want it. I've got a red one, but I want a slightly less red one. And I want an orange one. And the reddish blue, reddish indigo, reddish violet. I've got a hat like this. I've got shoes like that. And all the things are there. I saw it and I liked it. The last of the eyes. This is what is pushing people. That's why people buy new cars. Often they don't buy new cars because they need a new car. They don't buy because they... They say, I saw the other pastor, you know, the, the, the pastors, you know, the pastors, they, they're driving, I, I'm, I'm a pastor, I must also have a car like that. Oh, really? The driving force of the world. So if you're a pastor, you must have a, a car like this, or you must be like this, or you must live at this place, or, or that place. And I often tell people, you know, when you drive a car, do you know that you never see the car you drive? No, it's people outside who see the car that you are driving. You only see the dashboard of your car. But you never see the guys. People outside who see them say, Oh, did you see that? We are so oriented towards what people see. Whether they are impressed with what. Did you see? <laughs> we come to church. Fashion parade. 
We, you do it slow motion. So we, it's not so like, just like a fashion parade where they come like that and then they walk around. <laughs> you, you don't do it. You don't do it exactly that way. But you do it. You, you come around and you say, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll see you right. Then you go back. Oh yeah. It's still a fashion parade. And the pride of life. Who I am in this life. What I am. I was recently talking to somebody. I don't take people's things free of charge. I don't use anybody's things. I don't cheat people. I don't, I don't get something from somebody for nothing. I said, really? I said to him, that, that's pride. I, I am, you know who I am. I am a missus. I am Mr. I am <laughs> I am what I am who I am I am somebody you may not know who I am I'm not a child let me tell you I am I come from here I come from there do you know my father do you know my mother these are my children we, we insult people with the fact that they don't have a child and they say at least my breasts have uh, given suck to a, a, a baby before I am a mother you are nothing. Only that you don't know that you are nothing. The day you lie in the mortuary, somebody's foot is inside your mouth, then you realize that you are nothing. I am a doctor. That's what, that's what, that's what, that's what people are working for. I am, I am a pharmacist. I am a graduate. Everybody wants to be, I am a, this, I am that. I am the owner. I am, I am. Mrs. We want to, you have, <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. I am. I am a queen. I am a princess. The driving force. I am the owner of this car. I am the owner of this Mercedes Benz. I'm the owner of this BMW. I'm the owner of this Pajero. I am a man of God. I am a woman. I am the boss. I am the owner. I am. Who are you? You are nothing. Yeah. You are nothing. You didn't know. I'm telling you, you are nothing. For what is man that thou art mindful of him? What is your life? The Bible describes your life as a vapor. A passive. Have you not noticed the way when people die, life goes on? People continue laughing in their houses, crackling laughter. People go for funerals uh, and they come and meet the widow and say, Charlie, you see that? Then they continue laughing. And then when they see the widow, say, they don't care he's gone, he's gone, too bad you are not the first widow and you will not be the last okay, they are saying it in their head they are wishing you condolences Hmm? don't cry too much eh? it will soon be over and life goes on without you a few months later the husband you thought was uh, 
So whatever. He's already falling in love with somebody else. He said, he's looking and saying, I'm starting my press-ups. Soon and very soon. I'm just waiting for one year because if one year doesn't come to pass, people will talk. So I'm already, it's just three weeks after or even that week or even before you died. His eyes were on the sparrow waiting for you to vanish. You are nothing. If you want to know, it's only God who can make you something. I say it's only God who can make you something in this world. So you better come to him and bury yourself in him and surround yourself with him. It's God who makes you something and somebody. Don't follow the world. Don't follow. As you look at when I see people, I realize that they are, they are engulfed by the desire and the passion to get what they see, what they have, what, what they can be, what they can enjoy, what they can see and have. Most of the things we have is not what we need, but we, there is a desire in man to own things, even if he doesn't need them, just to have. But that's the secret of how to catch a monkey. Anytime I read this verse, I always remember the story of how to catch a monkey. I always tell my children the story. Whenever I tell them, they say, oh, we know the story already. The monkeys went to the forest and they were all playing having a good time when it was getting to evening the senior monkeys and other monkeys why is that one said no it's time to go the hunter is coming and one of the monkeys had seen a coconut and was shaking the coconut and he had found out there were granite in Katia inside the coconut and there was a small hole in the coconut. So, you know when you are putting your hand inside something, you make your hand like this. <laughs> and when it gets inside, then you hold the thing, then your hand becomes like this. Then it can't come out. So, the, the, the monkey put his hand inside the coconut. And then he got the, this thing. And he said, ah, I've got... When he was pulling out, the, the coconut was coming with his hand. So, he was holding. And the other monkey said, eh, it's time to go. Let's go, let's go. Leave the coconut. Leave it. You are jealous of me. <laughs> you want my granite. You want my you want my peanuts. You want my granite. Let's go. It's time. Oh, you are jealous, all of you. You don't have what I have. You want what I have. You desire what I have. It's a trick. You want to get what I have. You want me to lose what I have. I'm holding on to it. God has given it to me. Leave it. Let's go home. I'm going to catch you. Ah! Leave me with my coconut. So the other said, oh, we are going. So they went. And the other one was still there holding them. Trying. It wasn't coming out. He was still trying. But when he saw the a net had fallen over him. And he saw a man. And the man took him with his coconut. And took him to the zoo with his groundnut in his hand. And he went to hell with the granite in it. He went to hell with the car that he had spent his life for. He went to hell with the things he had desired that he had. All his sacrifices was for that last desire. So when he got to the zoo, he knelt down and said, Oh God, I've been very disobedient as a monkey. Forgive me. <laughs> you know, when you tell your children a story, there must always be a happy ending. So, God heard the monkey story. And one day, 
The zookeeper came to feed the monkey, but he forgot to lock the door. So the monkey was just moving, and suddenly he realized that the door was open. And he came out and he ran away back to the forest. And he joined the other monkeys. And he lived happily ever after. And from that day, anytime they gave him advice on the ground note or anything, he said, What I've been through, what I've survived, what I've been through to be here. I am not going to follow the last of my flesh or my eyes or the pride of life. I am. Yeah. When I see people and they don't respect me, say, No, this is, I say, I'm a doctor. I say, oh, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor. That's what I am. I'm a pastor. I'm a priest. Yeah. My work is the church. My source of income is from church. I don't have any business. You, me, to say, for me, that the offering of the church is something will do me. I don't take a thing free from somebody at all. I don't want such things in my life. You wouldn't like it. It's pride, the pride of life. I have to be able to say that this thing that I have, I work hard, my sweat got it for me. It's pride. It was that pride that God had to break before I came to work for him full time. Oh yeah. People can look when you drive a car and say, hey! Somebody saw me drive and say, ah! Tell him we for make church. We for make church. Go Charlie, these days you make church, you go drive heavy, heavy cars. You see pastor, anyway they drive in Pajero. You see that bishop with the driving A6. Charlie, we for do church. Charlie, make we go do church. Let's leave our business and let's go and do a church. They don't respect us. That's why they talk that way. That's why they talk that way. I went somewhere, I was playing golf, and, and somebody was standing there talking. I said, Look at this man. Uh, if he was a doctor, do you think he would have had the money to come and play golf? They don't respect us. So I'm nothing. But I'm only nothing for now. It's just for this world. It's just for a few years. My life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ shall appear, then my life shall also appear. When you people, when you see me in heaven, you'll be, you'll be telling people that you know me. So I knew you from Ghana. So I'm also a Ghanaian. So I'll also be waving. So <laughs> you are a millionaire on earth. Eh? See you later. When you are the Zongo, eh, this, eh, the, you need us. Eh, send an email or ask one of the angels to call the Prince Dag. <laughs> your pride is on this earth we are nothing Paul said we are the offscoring of the earth no one respects us no one believes in us yeah it's better to be humble but but, but I tell my wife yeah you are a pastor don't tell people that you are a lawyer I was with uh, Pastor Oko and uh, somebody was saying that he's an engineer he said no I'm not an chemical engineer I'm a pastor I am a pastor. If you like me as a pastor, that is it. If you don't want me as a uh, pastor, then it's, it's enough. Go. That's what I am. Now, it may not look much to you. It may not impress you. You may not like it or you may not respect it, but that's what I am. I'm a, I'm a full-time pastor. Are you paid by that? I'm paid by the church. I'm paid from the offerings. All that I have, my shirt, up to my underwear, my socks, everything is from the offering. Yeah. That's why I'm nothing. I depend on your collections and your pennies that you put in. So, ah, I, I don't, if you don't give, we don't have. 
That's it. I don't really like such things. So I said, yeah. That's why you are who, who, where you are. And that's why in heaven your place will be different from those who are who can put aside the pride of this life. I am this. I am that. I have this. A, a brother was telling me about a man just two weeks before he died. He told his children, take me to all my houses. They took him around. See, to this house, to this house, to this house, to this house, to this house. And then he died. 14 days later, he was dead. He had been converted to dust. When I saw Vice President Aka, I was watching it on the television. When he died, I saw it on the news. You know, it was on a ship. And they had a jar. And they turned it, and I saw the dust coming out. And I, I said, is that the Vice President of Ghana? Who is being blown in the wind? Oh, man. What is a man? And we are so pompous and so big. May God have mercy on us. May we humble. That's why some of you can't work in the church. You can't come and do classes on Sunday. You are too big. You can't come to classes on Thursday. You are too big because the pastor said, Come. You know, it's like you are some independent rabbit who cannot be controlled. No one can make you do anything. No one can tell you do it. You are doing it just because somebody else said to do it. It's too, you are too. I mean, when you look at yourself and your work and who you are. You are nothing. Remember that you are nothing. God has loved nothing, has accepted nothing, and decided to work with nothing. But that is the truth. Let's say verse 15. Together. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. Any man love the world. The love of the Father is not in him. Easy. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, it's not of the Father, but it's of the world. And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof. Amen. Let's take it again from verse 15. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. Any man love the world. The love of the Father is not in him. That is in the world. The world passeth away. Okay, which of the three do you prefer? Because you, are, you, are not memor- you have not remembered it. You are all reading. Verse 16. Verse 16 will be the easiest for you to remember. For all that is in the world, the lust of the eye, flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Let's say it again. For all... Look at somebody and say, brother, sister, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh. And give the person a small pinch on his flesh, the lust of the 
flesh and then the lust of the eye touch his eyes and then the pride of life his head your pride of life pride of your life is not of the father but is of the world one more time for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes is not of the father that is of the world and the world passeth away and the lust thereof but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever amen hallelujah stand to your feet everyone Lord we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan willingly gone in the wrong direction you disobeyed your command father forgive us father forgive us spirit come lead us back to the way back to the truth back to the foot of the cross show us the ancient path lead us along eternal highway we want to walk in the footsteps of jesus we want to enter your rest show us the ancient path lead us along eternal highway we want to walk in the footsteps of jesus we want to enter your rest sing it lord we confess lord we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan willingly gone in the wrong direction we've disobeyed your command father forgive us spirit come lead us back to the way back to the truth back to the foot of the cross show us the ancient path lead us along eternal highway we want to walk in the footsteps of jesus we want to enter show us the ancient path show us the ancient path lead us along eternal highway we want to walk in the footsteps of jesus we want to enter your rest lord we confess lord we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan willingly gone in the wrong direction We've disobeyed your command. Father, Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead. Back to the way, back to the way. Back to the truth. Back to the foot of the cross. Back to the foot of the cross. Oh, show us the ancient path. 
Show us the ancient path, Lord. Show us the ancient path, Lord. Lord, we confess that we have wandered far from your purpose and plan. Lead us along eternal highways, oh God. Lead us along, Lord. The footsteps of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we confess that we 
have wandered far from your purpose and plan, willingly gone in the wrong direction. We've disobeyed your command. Father, forgive us. Spirit, come lead us back to the way, back to the truth. Back to the foot of the cross Oh, show us the ancient path Lead us along eternal highway We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus We want to enter your rest Show us the ancient path Show us the ancient path Lead us along eternal highways. We want to walk in the footsteps of Jesus. We want to enter your. I want to read something to you from uh, Rick Joyner's book. Just listen for just three sentences. It says, Rick Joyner's book, The Final Quest. It says, The demonic army was so large. That it stretched as far as I could see. It was separated into divisions. Each of the divisions was carrying a different banner. And the foremost divisions of the demonic army carried these banners. It was, it, they were operating under these banners. I just want to mention four of them. Number one, pride. Pride. The pride of what you have, who you are. What you have, nobody can dash to you. What, what you are independent of everything and no one can say anything to you. <laughs> it's one of the foremost satanic tricks and deceptions against your life. Number two, self-righteousness. Where you think you are good. Remember the two people who went for that prayer meeting. One was fasting twice. I wish my church members would fast twice a week. Pray, uh, uh, fast twice a week, give tithes not be adulterous, this, this, all those things. If I had church members full of church, every pastor here would be happy. But Jesus, I tell you, self-righteousness is a demonic, because you are not righteous, even if you don't do all those things. It's his blood. All our righteousness are filthy rags. And then notice this third one. This is a surprise. It's actually because of this third one that I'm reading this sentence to you. The third demonic, this banner. A banner of demons. Banner under which demons were marching. When you go, go and read, you have book. The banner under which the demons were marching. Respectability. 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 Okay. As you, as you come to church, you are so conscious of yourself. Sometimes when you come here, you tell me, excuse me, I didn't come here to who you are and my, your lipstick and whether my dress is nicer than your dress. Excuse me, I came to praise the Lord. I came to, I came to just feel free in the presence of God. Please, excuse me if I, if I said disturbance to you, you can go to another place. Respectability will prevent you from being a pastor to humble yourself and go and talk to people who are far below you in society to minister to them. Respectability will keep you walking in a certain way. But you are nothing still. And the last one is selfish ambition. Ambition. Selfish ambition for the self. Not for God. 
is the thing that takes you because God is here and yourself is here. Ambition for the self is different from the ambition for God to take you off his course. The pride of life, the lust of your flesh, and the lust of your eyes. Father, thank you today. We thank you as we come back to the paths for your great healing and great blessing in our lives. In Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, Pastor, somebody invited me to your church today. But I don't know Jesus as my Savior. I want to be born again. In fact, I'm not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. Please pray with me. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. Quickly, quickly, lift it up high. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. Thank you. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see your Lift it up. Listen, I'm talking about your soul. Give your life to God right now. Lift it up high. I see your hand. God bless you. Lift it up high so I can see. Thank you. If you lifted your hand, come to the front very quickly. Come from where you are standing. You lifted your hand. Just come quickly. All right. God bless you. Are you coming? Keep coming. God bless you. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Respectability will not let you give your life to God. God bless you. God bless you, brother. Respect, stand right there. Respectability will not let you give your life to God. Pride of life will not let you give your life to Jesus. Because of who you are. Say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am nothing. Please forgive me for my sins. Today I humble myself. And I come to you just as I am. Please accept me as your child, as your son from today. In Jesus' name. Save me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Heal me, Lord. Direct me, Lord. In the path of righteousness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Very bad, self-conscious spirit. What happened if they were feeling free in the garden? So respectability came upon them. They were happy. When Adam saw Eve, he said, Charlie, how? And they were moving freely. In the Garden of Eden. Nobody was wearing trousers. Nobody was wearing skirt and blouse. They were enjoying themselves, having a good time. Suddenly, they ate the tree of respectability. And suddenly, they became conscious of themselves. So, oh, hey. Darkness had descended. Consciousness of evil. Always thinking of bad things. Thinking of so, so many things that when you think about, you are never free. That's why some people, when they marry, some ladies. <laughs> the Bible says, the woman who for daintiness would not, would not tend to put the toe of her foot upon the ground. She shall eat the child that shall come from between her legs. All these people are in the Bible. Who for? For delicacy, delicateness. Will not even put the foot on the... When a mosquito is... is, is I say, stop it. <laughs> Your mouth like, stop it. And then you say, stop it. What, what do you mean? Look, ask the person, is it because of you? The next person, is it because of you? All these preachings are 
going on respectability demons is it that is it in your life one day i went to a certain church and i was looking for the toilets so i was walking and i made a mistake of going to the ladies toilet But it wasn't church time, so there was nobody there. But what I saw surprised me. And I said, wow, next time I build a church, I have to remember this. Mirrors. Mirror. Mirror, mirror in the wall. Throughout. Tables to enhance respectability and self-image. When we made our toilets here, I was surprised. The first that we put the mirror, people are not even interested in the holder. They are interested in the mirror. Mirror, mirror in the world. What do I look like today? Will I be noticed today? Will somebody see me and choose me? I'm so conscious of ourselves. That's why you can't dance. And that's why those who come and dance here, they don't have the respectability demons. But some of us, we have the respectability. Uh, who I am, is she as a, as a bishop of the church or even as a respectable person, I can't be engaging in such you know, frivolous and uh, energetic activities. You are blessed. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.